Welcome to Justin's Horror Jabber. First off, sorry about the late upload. We kind of got a swath of COVID through our house, and then our car blew tires, and then since my car was broken, we only had that car, and then couldn't get tires for the car that we have now, because they're like custom rims or whatever, so I've had to stay in a different town that I live in to go to work all week, so I'm not home during the week because of the car scenario, and you know, and then previous to that, like I said, COVID, so I wasn't really feeling too down to get spooky and record. I was more down with, like, sleeping and fucking laying around and crying about it. But now I'm feeling good, feeling much better, and, uh, ready to just get fucking spooky with you guys, you know? Tell you about some weird stuff. So today, we're talking about black-eyed children, the elusive black-eyed children. Now, if you aren't familiar with these things, let me give you a quick little rundown on what to expect. Uh, obviously, they're children, you know? Guess what? Black eyes. Yeah. More specifically, though, they're usually between the ages of 6 and 16. Uh, any gender, possibly genderless. And they usually have a pale complexion. And in some cases, kind of a like a sickly olive green hue to their skin or something. So... You're basically probably thinking, a bunch of goth kids, you know, slap a Cure t-shirt on them, sweet spiked bracelet, and you've got yourself a little goth kid who hangs out at the mall all day, never buying anything, but just kind of quietly making fun of people who walk by them, and occasionally going into Hot Topic to look at all the cool emo band shirts, but you'd be wrong. See, they're much scarier than your average mall goth, if you can believe it, but I'm kind of getting ahead of myself, so let's start with what they actually are, so... The last episode, I talked about a famous cryptid, the Skinwalker, and the black-eyed children aren't necessarily cryptids. However, they are believed to be completely real. Like The, the black-eyed children are actually more of a tulpa, from what I understand, which is similar to a cryptid, but for all you like normal, non-weird geeks out there who don't know what a tulpa is, let me explain. A tulpa is essentially a being or entity that enter your life because you yourself are giving them the power to do so. So by talking about them or thinking about them, you're basically feeding them the energy they need to start appearing in your life. So like last episode, we talked about the skinwalker. It says to go towards the people speaking their name out loud. So it's very similar, right? But the black-eyed children, you just have to think about them. Now, even just now, listening to the podcast, you're essentially giving them power to form. And there's no sense in turning it off now, because you already know. You already know what they are. It's too late. It's too late. No turning back now. You're on this journey with me, and I'm I'm sorry. And I'm sorry about that. Just try not to think about them tonight, you know? Say, like, you're when you're in bed, trying to sleep, you know, thinking about them, laying there alone in your bed. Hopefully they don't show up standing in your backyard, looking in your window. You know, if you get up in the middle of the night to go get a drink of water or something, go pee-pee, and you look out your window into the dark backyard, just don't imagine a, a pale goth kid out there with black eyes. Just don't do it. So moving on. Now that you know what a tulpa is, we can proceed. Uh, and I imagine you're thinking, well, Justin, 
I really don't think there is a rare thought form energy being who looks like a goth kid in this world, you fucking moron. Let me tell you, there actually is many documented cases of these things, and from much more credible sources than subreddits and 4chan, you know, see, the black-eyed children have actually been fully documented with that name since 1996, but there's actually written documentation describing these black-eyed children all the way back to the 1800s or even earlier than that, with stories all over the world about run-ins with children or young adults with piercing black eyes. However, that 1996 date is supposedly the first time they were publicly reported. And what went down in 1996 was a reporter named Brian Bethel, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right, based out of Texas, had written a blurb about an apparent encounter with them and a recounting of a similar story someone else had of them in Oregon. That story gained enough popularity that it spread across the internet and had tons of people telling their story. Now, granted, most of them are probably fake, but a lot of people claim them to be 100% true. Even Brian Bethel, still to this day, claims the story is 100% true. Fuck off, computer. Okay, big guy? You don't need to go banana in the middle. You're kind of derailing me here. That's uncool of you, dog. Where was I? Brian Bethel. Brian Bethel still to this day claims the story was 100% true. And he even told his story on a fucking TV show, Monsters and Mysteries in America. Unfortunately, though, I wasn't able to find the exact story. I was searching and looking up the TV show and clips like that. And I could find stuff about him being on the show, but I couldn't find the actual, like, original written story. So, unfortunately... Can't find the exact story. I have found one here that I'll read, but before I do that, I'll give you some characteristics of the black-eyed children. And we already talked about their appearance. A few other things to note, though, are they usually travel in pairs and typically show up at night. Classic. It wouldn't be that scary. Dude, you know what? It might be scarier if they fucking show up in the middle of the day. I mean, night, you know, it's a scarier scenario harder to see, but that's like some of my favorite horror movies, you know, they just take place in the fucking daytime. The original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, most of it goes down in the middle of the day, you know, hot, searing heat, and you're like, what a fun little road trip we're on, and then just pure fucking horror ensues. Or like, right now, right now, I have um, House of a Thousand Corpses playing in the background. A lot of that goes on during the day, you know, I like that. I think it kind of took inspiration from Texas Chainsaw, you know? That seems very clear to me. Probably stupid to even point it out, that's how clear it is. But, you know, besides that, they typically show up at nighttime. Now, if you encounter black-eyed children, other than the eyes, there's a few things that you'll notice. One, being that it said when you have an interaction with them, they don't seem to understand language all that well. Oftentimes, they might ask you something followed by a completely out-of-place statement or question. Example being like, Can we have a ride? We want to wear pants. Or some like dumb, unbelievable shit that no one would ever say, like, Can we come in? The 2016 Ghostbusters is actually a really good movie. You know, like something completely out of step, not based in reality, like that. The second thing you might notice is, uh, much like a vampire... They will almost always ask for permission to enter your home or your car. Like, they seem to not use force. 
they just they simply knock or approach you and ask. And the issue with that is they're kids, you know? Like, a kid shows up to your house in the middle of the fucking night, most people are gonna let them in, like, no question. You know, just out of the good of their heart. Help a kid in, like, possible danger, you know? Hopefully you catch a glimpse of their eyes first, though. Let's not let those kids in. And even if it's not real, they might have those sweet black contacts. If a kid who's gonna wear black contacts shows up to your house in the middle of the night, you know, use your best judgment. Use your best judgment. But the third thing you'll notice is a fairly dead giveaway. It said it's almost every interaction with the black-eyed children incites intense fear in you. Basically, every interaction I've read about or heard about person says they have an uneasy feeling and as the interaction continues fear will just grow and grow until it's like almost too much to handle even though it's not threatening at first for whatever reason you just fear for your life like real true dread and nothing's even happened it's just their presence kind of you know there's something in your psyche or something that just knows like get the fuck away from this thing dude Basically, you know, if a child shows up at your door, says something really stupid, and you get scared, slam the fucking door, and do not open that bitch up till morning. Don't do it, unless you think, well, why not let them in, eh? They're just hyper-goth kids, what are they gonna do? You'd be wrong again, big guy. You'd be wrong again, because here's a story that I said I'd tell earlier. So back in, I believe, the early 2000s, a couple of black-eyed kids showed up to a farm home of sorts and asked to come inside. Home was owned by a good-hearted couple who let them in against their better judgment and feared that these two children were in trouble or lost. They let them in, they sat down saying very little, and after a little bit, the couple started getting nosebleeds and dizzy spells, and then they fucking passed out. They woke up to find that the black-eyed children were gone, but so were the couple's cats they had gone missing just vanished you know and i believe i'm kind of this is like a post-it note version of the story i couldn't find it but it's something that i heard a while ago so it's going off memory here but i believe it was the husband actually developed cancer out of nowhere shortly after their visit and both of them experienced like intense dizzy spells nausea like splitting headaches sickness illness and it all got worse and worse, seemingly never fully recovering. And believe it or not, that couple was one of the lucky ones. It, I guess it said that a lot of people just go missing after an encounter with these things. Just gone. Obviously, that can't be confirmed because they, they're gone. You know, they fucking went bye-bye mode. See you later. But I'm not going to test it out. You know, if I'm ever in a position where... I have to decide to let a little fucking weird kid with blacked out eyes into my house. It's a no from me, dude. It is a no from me. I'm. This is like a public service announcement kind of thing. If you didn't listen to this podcast, you might think, I'm going to let that kid in. Don't let the kid in, dude. Never let the kid in. Send him off. Go down the road. There's a neighbor. Probably smell bad, too. You want them to stink up your couch? You can give you cans? No, you don't. Now, we're going to get to some theories on what these things actually are. So, obviously, as a talpa, right? We talked about that, but that's not where the theories stop. Some people of religion believe them to be demons. Literal little hell demons from hell. Taking form as a 
you know, something trustworthy like a child to gain access to hearts and homes of America. Stupid. And another theory states that they're interdimensional beings from a few dimensions over, somehow gaining access to our stream of existence. I like that theory more. I like that theory more than the god one. I just, my, I don't know. My issue with the, their demons is like, demons possess people, right? It said that they possess people and then they take over the one body, but if they can just appear as a child, oh, maybe they possessed a child and their eyes went black from being possessed. Now they're trying to get other people. But again, though, if they can do that, they can just, can't they just possess hella people? Not just a little kid. They're fucking demons from hell, dude. You'd think they'd be more powerful than that. You ever played Doom? Have you ever played Doom? That shits are scary. They're not going out there picking on little kids, turning into them and shit. But the, yeah, so the other theory, you know, interdimensional beings from a few dimensions over. I don't really even know what that means, but it sounds cool. So I'm kind of siding with that one. And another theory is that they're actually alien-human hybrids. Interesting stuff. Why an alien would want to, like, fuck a human? Well, maybe an alien would want to fuck a human, you know? There's some hot-ass humans out there. And I don't really know alien sexual preferences, but, like, I know if fucking monkeys get all boned up looking at people. Hell, dogs. Dogs will hump a person. You know? So maybe an alien would want to fuck people. Off track. Sorry about that one. It's just like, why would they want to have a human-alien hybrid that's just sort of like a little black-eyed devil? They don't really seem to help them. They just cause issues. You know, they're just little, little rapscallions, little hooligans. It's not like, I don't know. I don't know, dude. Maybe they're alien-human hybrids. Lastly, one of the coolest theories here, or at least most in-depth, I don't know about coolest, but lastly, they're a sub-form of the men in black. The real men in black. Not Will Smith, Tommy Lee Jones, you know, actual real men in black. But the description of real men in black are nothing like alien hunting agents. They're actually said to be some sort of like, I don't know, like cleanup man, sort of incident reporter, something like that. Uh, potentially an alien themselves in some circles, they believe that. Basically, you know, if a person encounters something strange, like an alien visit or cryptid encounter, or in this case, a black-eyed child encounter, it said oftentimes a pale man in a suit and sunglasses will show up and start asking questions or th fucking threatening you. But the reason the theory stands that they're like a subsect of men in black is uh, the men in black also pretty shitty at conversation you know their speaking patterns are extremely similar between the two sort of nonsensical questions statements and threats uh you know pale skin they're unfortunately wearing sunglasses like freaking cool guys so you can't see their eyes to confirm but they talk the same they act the same i don't know it's interesting stuff now that's kind of all i got on the black-eyed children we could we could get into more stories and we could get into lore and stuff like that, but unfortunately there just isn't that much. 
I don't know. I'm sure there's books written on them. Frankly, I didn't have time to even record last week, let alone order a sweet book on Amazon and read it to give you the fucking dirty little details. So I did what I could with what I had. But just so I'm not leaving you hanging with very little black-eyed children content, let's hit you with a story, okay? This is titled... By the way, this is claimed to be 100% true. It's not a creepy pasta. It's a real recounting of a real, allegedly real, <laughs> encounter. It is titled, You Must Let Me In. The author is... <laughs> Author is Big Taco123. So shouts out to Big Taco123. On March 17th, 2008, I had my one and only encounter with a black eyed kid. Before my experience, I had never heard of anything having to do with the black eyed kids. I was 12. I was sitting outside of a hairdresser's in an old Chevy pickup, waiting for my mom to get her hair cut. About 15 minutes had passed and I saw some kid walking back and forth along the sidewalk in front of my parked car. At first I thought I recognized him as one of my friends from school, so I banged on the front windshield until he looked my way. It was not anyone I knew. At this point, I wasn't scared at all, not yet. The boy walked over to the side of my car and just stared. I think to let me get a good look at his eyes, to freak me out, let me tell you, if you've never seen a black-eyed kid, you have no idea what to imagine. This isn't part of the story, this is me just saying, like, I've never seen a black-eyed kid, but to be honest, I know exactly what to imagine. It's really self-explanatory. No hate to Big Taco 123, but, like, I'm sure it was dramatic, but we don't gotta be that dramatic, you know what I'm saying? Where were we? If you have never seen a black-eyed kid, you have no idea what to imagine pupils black as the night sky the boy whispers you must let me in and then i lock the car doors and duck down into the space below the seats five minutes later he was gone when my mother got into the car she told me a boy with black eyes had came into the hairdressers had insisted for my mother to give him the keys to the car she refused thank god she did so uh-oh, dude. You know? That means they're thinking. That means they're fucking thinking. He goes up there, you must let me in. Well, wait now, hold on a second. Uh-oh, dude, did I just find a plot hole, man? You must let me in? And then he goes and asks the kid's mom for the keys? Doesn't really sound like you gotta let him in. He's taking it into his own hands. He went to get the keys. So what was he gonna do? Go get the keys, unlock the truck, and then say... Look, man, meet me halfway. You gotta let me in. You know, I'm doing my part. Hold your hand up, dude. Open this door. Come on. Again, no hate to Big Taco123. I'm sure they're a lovely person. I'm just... You know, I've read a lot of these stories, so, it's, you know, to your average reader, maybe, you know, it wouldn't mean nothing. Just saying. So, yeah, I don't know. That kind of wraps it up. You know, thanks for listening to my nerdy little rant on probably a made-up being that may or may not be an alien human child from a different hell dimension who act like vampires and make you big dizzy. But I'd say look them up. You know, watch some videos. I don't know if they're real, like I said, but there's dozens if not hundreds of stories 
There's alleged videos, all it takes is a quick YouTube search, and you can find yourself some really interesting and honestly fucking just bone-chilling videos of these things. I've seen them, and I, I went down the rabbit hole. I got spooked out, dude. They scared me, man. So yeah, look them up, check them out. But I'll tell you what you don't do. You don't click off yet. See, I listened back to my first episode, you know, Skinwalker 1, and I thought, it's not long enough. You know, I want to talk about more, so I added a couple new shorter segments to my Horror Jabber episodes. So, I think the format I'm going to go with is, like, your main story, you know? Today, Black Eyed Children was the main story. You get to know a little bit about them, you get to have fun in that world for a little bit, and then I'm going to do a quick movie review recommendation whether or not i recommend it or not but i watch a lot of horror movies i fucking love talking about horror movies and i feel like it would be kind of weird if i did one day an episode about uh i don't know chupacabra but then the very next episode i'm just talking about the movie halloween i know it's like in the same realm but i'm just gonna do segments instead of full-on episodes it just makes more sense to me so we're going to do the movie review and recommendation. Uh, the movie I'm talking about today is Incident in a Ghostland. It's on Netflix. You can check it out right now. If you're listening right now, that is. It is the 22nd of January, 2022. 22 Fuck, my brain is garbage. I'm not going to give away too much of the plot because I would kind of ruin the film, honestly. It's one of those movies. Like, I can't even really tell you what it's about. Not really. So, Sydney and I sat down, watched it recently. I'll, I'll get a little bit into it, but I'm no spoilers, no spoilers. It's about a family who moves into a house they've inherited. Something fucking horrible happens. Uh, it's a mom, her two daughters... The one daughter is kind of like blonde, popular, bitchy girl. And the other, the sister is like not popular. She's a horror writer, loves H.P. Lovecraft, who is a fantastic horror writer. Let's not get into his uh, personal beliefs. If you know, <laughs> if you know Mr. Lovecraft, you know why we're not going to do that on this episode. But fantastic stories. I mean, the guy came up with fucking Cthulhu. He's the reason we have Cthulhu. So anyway, she's a, a horror writer, and they move into this house that they've inherited, and something fucking absolutely terrible happens. It comes in wicked fast, super gnarly, it turns into a giant psychological twisting and winding mindfuck, it's confusing, scary, pretty fucking brutal, I must say. Absolute mindfuck from like start to finish. I literally, I felt like tense and kind of sick by the end of it. And I don't get that from very many movies. Like I... Uh, right now, for example, I'm very casually sitting down, recording a podcast, and watching House of a Thousand Corpses, which is a, a disgusting, gritty movie. Makes me feel very little, other than enjoyment. This movie, Incident in a Ghostland, it, it fucked my shit up a little bit, dude. It made me feel sick. It was, it was rough. So yeah, check it out. It's on Netflix. It's kind of a breath of fresh air in the horror genre because it all seems to kind of, you know, they there's just a couple stories you can tell, but this one was a little different and it's sick. Do not watch it. 
if you have children in the house. Do not watch it if you are easily bothered. Yeah, you know, if you're like a horror person, check it out. Or if you just want to like watch something kind of fucked up. I mean, it's not like snuff film shit, you know, but it's it's just pretty gnarly. I'm going to give it, if we're talking star rating, 7 out of 10. It's not the best movie I've ever seen, but it was pretty good. I had a good time. So check it out. Don't click off yet, dude. We're still not done. There's your movie one. I also love to talk about music. Like I said, you know, I can't do a episode on Ed Gein and then the next episode on a band I like. It just doesn't work for me. So I'm just going to talk about a band I like now. Music recommendation. Oh, uh, I recommend the movie if I didn't get that across. I recommend watching it. You should go watch it. Tell me what you thought. I'm sorry if it bothers you. Music recommendation. It's a band called Pressure Cracks. Super sick band. If you know the band Fever 333, we talked about them on the podcast before. Lovely fellows. Love what they're doing. The singer of Fever 333, Jason Butler, has a different band, Pressure Cracks. So if you like Fever 333, but you want it faster, heavier, more hardcore, it's very punk, very hardcore, high, harsh vocals, really fast tracks. I'm trying to think of a band that they might kind of fit in with. Like, you could see, you could see Pressure Cracks playing with, like, Trash Talk. You know, I could see them playing uh, the same venue, same festival, something like that, same show. Check them out. Really sick. Really fast. Pretty heavy. Good shit. That is everything I wanted to talk about today. Thanks for coming along, guys. That concludes the second episode of Justin's Horror Jabber. Thank you so much for tuning in. I fucking love doing this. I hope you like listening. Before I head out, make sure to tune in to the main DOF episode of Definition of Fuck every Monday. And, of course, we have the absolute heartthrob, you know, the goth babe herself, the hottie of the podcast, Sydney's solo episodes. Here we go again is what they're called. Check those out. Lovely stuff. We appreciate the support. It's so nice. Hella nice. If you keep sending us that support, we'll keep sending you our voices into your fucking little ear holes, dude. If you got a minute, I'd love if you could hit us with a little five-star review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And if you have two minutes, you could even write a quick review. And if you have three minutes, which you do, right? Who doesn't? You could share our podcast. I really love to see the support from our friends and listeners. The more you share it, the more more people see it, and the better it makes me feel. You could do something good today. Guilt tripping. Guilt tripping everyone listening, hey? But we really love to see all the support. So thank you. This has been Justin's Horror Jabber. I love horror, and I hope it loves me back. Later. Later.